Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, it's hour number two, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776, the number to be part of the conversation with us. Talking some Knicks at the beginning here, NBA stuff as well. Uh, Rex Ryan will join us in the 2 o'clock hour. We'll get into a lot of NFL uh, with you as week 15 does begin tonight. Chargers and the Raiders, and that's, again, one of those games where it's you're, you're locked in on Amazon. Like, it's, you can't last channel. You can't bounce around. You can't watch other things. So you really have to love football or care about these two teams that are both 5-8, and eight, by the way, who are both playing backup quarterbacks, by the way. You got to really care to watch this, but the NFL believes you will. So I asked that question: Will you? I don't know. Um, uh, Darren Waller has been cleared to practice. He's practicing today with the Giants, and Aaron Rodgers on the practice field with the Jets as well, and getting closer and closer. And that Christmas Eve game against the Commanders looms large as a potential target date for him to return and play. The Jets are mathematically still in it, but, I mean, percentage points. I mean, it's going to take miracles to get them into the playoffs at this point. But for Rodgers just to be on the field in a game like that, the last home game of the season after in the first home game of the season getting hurt, would be quite the story. So it is definitely something you know he's targeting. And how much of us are just that compelled to see it? You know, I know Jets fans are probably more concerned about wrapping him in bubble wrap. But there is a pretty cool story about it, though. And it, it is history. And you know Aaron Rodgers, he, he likes to do stuff like this. And I also think it would be helpful that if he has, if he gets out there and just shows you a little something, the what it can do for the anticipation of next season. But it's all superficial. It really doesn't matter. It, all that matters is everybody being healthy and the offensive line being better next year. Otherwise, same thing's going to happen again this season. Big story that everybody is following right now, of course, is – Yamamoto, and where he's going to decide to go. Will he make this decision before Christmas? Will we know in t- by then or by the new year or whatever it is? But he's still meeting with teams, still expected to meet with teams like the Red Sox are still involved in it and everything else. But we're getting indications already that there are two teams in the league. Now, one team that like we know for sure would be a favorite, and we talked about this, and it's the moves that they made that kind of hint to it, is obviously the the L.A. Dodgers with how they structured the Otani contract tells you all you need to know. It just makes you feel like that's something Otani would be willing to do, knowing that he probably has the chance to get Yamamoto, who all reports say wants to play with another Japanese player. It's in L.A. It's it's a big market. It's close enough to Japan. There's so many things that make sense there, but John Heyman was um, was on a podcast, I think, this morning. And the, the latest that he said that he is hearing, although he says, don't hold me to it, but what he's hearing is that the Dodgers are one team that is considered a front runner, but the other team 
the Yankees. Now, it makes it sound like he, he probably likes two big brands, doesn't he? That's the brand. It has, it has nothing to do with anything yeah. else. That's In fact, Heyman was on MLB Network. That's where that's what this came from, just, just, so, just so you know. I call but, him a casual, Dan. I call him a casual. Why is he a casual? Because I feel who's, like – Who's a casual? Yamamoto. Why is he a casual? He's a, he's a great pitcher. What makes him a casual? No, no, no. What, I'm, what I'm saying is, right, sometimes I believe when you're not from this country, you don't live here. Yeah. It's easy for you to know brands, but it's also important for you to understand the temperature of where the league is now. Because sometimes brands is over a long period of where time. Where is the league now then? I mean, the, the the league is now like hot teams, teams that are going to be good for a long so, time. So who's you have hot? to you have to put Atlanta in it. You have to put the the Rangers in it. But the, Atlanta's not people. in it though. Texas is not in it. I understand that. I understand. What I'm saying is it's a lot of But he can't choose teams. They have to want to give him they want to pay him. I understand that. But it's like when DeGrom went to the to the Rangers, right? He must have saw something, and we laughed at him. He saw a lot of money. Yeah, but but he had money here. He had money. That wasn't the problem. He saw opportunities because at the end of the day, legacy is about winning. And certain times, it's just certain eras where certain teams and certain brands ha- are, are in that window of winning. So it's about where when you go to that. But don't you think if you're an athlete, you're going you, where you go is going to be the it team? What I'm saying, like a guy like him no, has no, got to no, believe where no. where when, where I go, that, and the Dodgers. Then you're basically saying the Dodgers are the it team. They have everything you. Need. They got Freddie Freeman. They got Mookie Betts. Yes. They have Otani yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, they've got Otani locked up for years. So you yeah. have that other and Japanese star. Yes. So what? What about? And it's the big market. It's mm-hmm. close to home. All the things that you would want, and they are an it team. The Dodgers are an it team. In fact, the Dodgers are more an it team in baseball than the Yankees are right now. That's mm-hmm. a reality. So that if if he's going in the direction of an it team, that's the it team he would go with. And I'm telling you all along, I feel like it's been the Dodgers from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The Yankees are involved in it, maybe considered a, a, a team that's in it because of the because brand of the part brand. of it. Because but of I brand. don't think it's a real thing. I think it's superficial. Yeah. It's just the idea of creating this idea that he is, oh, I'm still listening to the team, I'm still considering it. But yeah. no, no, I think yeah, it's I the mean, Dodgers, man. I'll be the, shocked if he the, doesn't the, sign the, with the, the Dodgers. The, the Yankees will have to pick up a uh, – the Yankees will have to pick up a – you know, probably pay a lot more. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah well, the Yankees are being used for leverage right now, so the Dodgers ante up. Yes, but what I'm saying is, when I call him a casual, it is it's hard. Like, it's like uh, I know Madrid in soccer, right? So, like, people from different countries know. And I listen; he's a baseball guy, so I know he knows maybe some of the nuance. But it's other teams. Like, it's not like he goes to the Dodgers and automatically they're going to win. It's not like he goes to the Yankees automatically. They, they're going to win. They, what are you talking about? They, they, first of all, the Dodgers have been winning. Who Second won, of all, who, who won you the add another great pitcher. I understand that. To a team that's stacked. The team that has the best pl- team, the, the, the best players on there always win a championship. We, I mean, that explains why, you get a break, why, you the, hell, a why, why the hell San Diego, why the Padres couldn't win. But you, It's not like you have to win in the first year. Okay. You don't have to win in the first year, but if he signs a, an, an eight-year deal or a seven-year deal or whatever Understood. it's going to be. You have that window now of, of, of being able to win with you got mm-hmm. great players up and down that lineup. How how's that working for John Carlos Stanton? How long has he been with the Yankees? Well, he got traded to the Yankees. Yeah, he but, didn't choose but, the Yankees. but but he he, well, he did wave the no, no trade clause. Yeah, he did wave the no trade. You're right. Yeah, so like, how's that working out? Yankees been loaded. They've been a good team. Still doesn't guarantee you anything. Well, the Yankees did get to uh, ALCS with yes. him. Yes, but I'm saying it still doesn't guarantee anything. I'm sure no, he it doesn't. Thought, uh, coming well, nothing, from a bad organization. Well, wait a minute, Barb. It, it, nothing. I understand what you're trying to say, but understand what I'm saying. 
it's nothing that it guarantees anything, but this his choice that he's making is mm-hmm. based on what's best for him, right? Like what yeah. he wants. Yeah, exactly. And I, what he wants, what makes him comfortable, you know he loves the big stage, he loves Sizzle. You could see it. You saw in the WBC. You saw how he was. He loves that stuff. How When he was pitching in Japan, that was a – I mean, you talk about a, a – that was an experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. So for him, give me that in the major leagues. And where is that at its height? That's in Dodger Stadium. It's in Yankee Stadium. That's true. The best places to play. The biggest stages. It clear that's what he wants. And then you throw Otani into the mix. Now yeah, he's got a guy okay. that he can talk and to. a team that's loaded and a great support staff, beautiful weather. I mean, how much more could you possibly? It's so obviously Dodgers. And yeah. the Yankees right now are in this, like, like again, Heyman saying that they're a front runner. You need another team with leverage. You got it. So there's always got to be two. You can never say this is the front running team. Of course, it's always got to be a team that give you some leverage to be able to have to be able to have a real negotiation. Yeah, that's what you want. So and I'm, I'm sure feeling like that's right. The Giants where we're at. in there. Hey, the Giants would love to be involved in it, but you see what Buster Posey said, by the way. What did he say? Buster Posey, as you know, is the great catcher for the for the uh, the Giants for many years, won right. three World Championships. They he said that they're having problems now getting players. Remember, they they offered Otani; they were ready to offer him the same deal. Yeah. But apparently they're having a hard time getting free agents now because he says second year in a row. What's happened? Yeah, they couldn't get Judge. What what happened? What's going on with their downtown? Because the ballpark obviously is San Francisco. There's something happening in that area, and he started like suggesting nobody wants to live there because it's not. It's really not a great city to live in anymore. Well, it's, oh, San Francisco. because of all the problems they have. It's super, yeah. super expensive. First of all, you got tech guys in Silicon Valley. That's sitting up there living in pods down there. Yeah, but but they 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 have but, but, but they, the they have a lot, lot of issues too. there. Yeah, it's not like the weather's the greatest too. It's not like like Southern California of and course. Northern California is two different two different things. But it's still like for him to say that. That's weird because it's not it's it's weird because it doesn't hurt the people and I'm I don't know get where the... Santa Clara is. Like you know, it doesn't hurt San Francisco. No, it's it's the Bay Area. The Santa Clara is the Bay Area. Yeah, so um, I don't understand. So he because- said, "This is what he said. Listen, listen to this, because this, you know, you wonder too, because you know the Yankees, New York City's going through some problems as well. Transformation, yeah. But he, he did suggest that you know what keeps popping up from players and players' wives, and this is a direct quote: is there's a bit is a bit of uneasiness with the city itself as far as the state of the city with crime and drugs, whether it's all completely fair or not. Perception is reality." It's a frustrating cycle, not just with baseball. Why? I, I didn't see Hargrove uh, turn down the San Francisco 49ers. I don't see people saying, hey, I don't want to go play for the Golden State Warriors. So I don't kind of, I, I kind of don't understand that because whether he knows it or not, every city or most major cities have crime. Mm. But you know, it's your it's your economics that, that kind of shields you from it for the most part because you're not in those areas, right? Yeah. You talk about you talk about the wild hunters in Chicago where everything is crazy. Suburbs are some of the best places to be. Yeah, so it's that's interesting, every city. interesting comments from him though. You know, it, it's so. But he you know, he should know because he's living there and maybe he feels it differently. Well, yeah, but I don't see that affecting anybody. Yeah, I don't see that affecting anybody else. I don't see that affecting anybody not want to go to go to Chris Paul and say, hey, I want to go here because you know the crime right. rate is crazy. Yeah, you know I mean Hargrove and say, hey, um, you can keep your twenty million. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I think the Yankees are being used for leverage. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's legit too. at all. I think it's Dodgers all the way, and that's a reality of it. 
everybody else Dodgers, is going to get a show. It would make, the Dodgers, it would make but, the Dodgers the most hated team. You think in so? Baseball. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they, they would be the you no. Know, they would be the targeted team because that's that. Once again, it's the super team again. Sounds like Verlander and Scherzer, huh? Not as not nearly as no. Yeah, I mean, Verlander I know and Scherzer Shohei's at the in end. Prime, you're going to have in his prime. This guy's in his prime. You know, like that's a different story completely. Hope they lose to Atlanta. <laughs> Jason's in Hazlitt. Jason. How are you, Alan? How are you, boy? Good. Good. What's happening? Do you think Yamamoto going to the Dodgers, he's going to live in Otani's shadow? No, wouldn't he be better off going somewhere and, like, creating his own legacy? But, you know, it I mean, sounded think- like that he wasn't – he's not worried about that as much as he'd rather have another comfort. Japanese star with him That's for that. Yeah, like Bart said, comfort. they got to be lonely to be there and not be able to have a language barrier, not have somebody that you can share your, your culture with as well as, like um, – you know, families being able to communicate, and when their families come in town, their family can go with their family, show them around, and all that type of stuff. That's 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 important quality of life. You're talking about ten years of your life that he's coming over, going to dedicate to one location. You take, you know, you you when you make these major decisions, mm-hmm. you make these decisions based on your family as well. And so that's a big part of why a lot of people choose to go where they go as well. That's why Tyreek Hill decided to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. He had family there. He had boots on the ground there. He had blood in the soil there. Like, he went there. I don't think it was a big of a disc against New York. It was an opportunity for him to go home. And when he, you consider all things, home is going to weigh a lot more heavier heavier than other uh, indicators or other things that you consider. Quality of life, man, for these guys that are, that are obviously leaving their home to come over here. And you also probably talk to other you know, other players who've come over and how what their experience has well, been and all that stuff. I mean, So that's why I thought it would be somewhere in L.A. anyway, whether it's the Giants or because they have huge agent um, communities um, where you know, they have huge agent communities where he can fill at home. He can go and get the type of food that he likes. He can go to the dim sums or whatever he wants to go to and sit down. <laughs> no, 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 no. A lot. I, I, I'm friends with a lot of Asian people. You know, over in Flushing, you know, it's a huge you know community as well. You know, they 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 love that the fact that they can have their culture and still be a part of their culture mm-hmm. and other people appreciate it and meet people that's not even in sports. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, you get that. Like that used to be the thing with Russian hockey players. Go to Brighton Beach; they would go there a lot because you get a lot of the Russian culture. It felt like home to a lot of the young Russian right. players, a lot of the uh, young Ranger players from the early '90s. That was a big thing for them. Did you see the? the, the I know this Otani contract has you twisted. Yes, yeah, uh, it, it just continues to twist. Do, do you want to get? Do you want to hear that? So, again, the deal deferring ninety-seven percent of the money. You know, I know that's the one part of it that that you know you can't stand. But there's another part of it, too. So there's also he can opt out at the end of a season if the Dodgers have any type of uh, changes at the top. (laughs) So, like, let's just say, like, if, you know, like they like an an owner sells the team. Or, you know, any of that stuff that happens, right? He can opt out. So he, you know, again, it's all connected. So, like, he basically is saying, like, uh, I think it's smart. It's damn it, year to year. If well, it all depends on though. If if they make major changes, he doesn't like it. He can be out. So again, the the, the controlling owner is Mark Walter. President of baseball operations is Andrew Friedman. If let's say Friedman gets fired, Otani can say, "Well, all right, I'm out." 
I don't want to be part of a rebuild. I don't want to be part of change. So it's, it's protecting himself from rebuild, where they then they blame his contract, right? Yeah, right, Because right. that's what so you don't like, want, go- where it's like, you know what? It's too expensive. We're going to have to pay this guy now down the road. But, how, but this is crazy. If the owner sells contract- high and somebody else comes in and they're cheap, like he wants to protect himself. It's a very smart thing to do. A lot of protections. But the crazy thing is, like, how can they ever use his contract as a as something that's holding them? Because it's only two million dollars a year. Well, I understand. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's the fact that they have to pay him later. Right. That right. if let's say again, if the owner decides who's going, if he that sells money? and somebody comes in, and then they could easily go like, you know what? This is an albatross. This is going to. This is we can't handle this. This is. Well, that's fine. You like, know, you are, and then he can get out. You might get to a point if he has so many injuries where he becomes just a hitter that that you want him to opt out. I so wonder you can, if they so have it. Free? Yeah. What's the, don't don't they have any protection at all if yeah if he just can't pitch? Dunk? Yeah. What if he tear tears tear it up again or something mm-hmm. or tears knee up? You, that's a long time and a lot of money to owe somebody that can that can be injured or something. You know, who's yeah. that that came to the Yankees that was injured for a while? Like was it the guy that? Oh man, this baby. He's from Boston. Jacoby Ellsbury? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What if he Jacoby Ellsbury is himself? No, I don't want that to happen. Nobody wants that to happen. No, Here's not another at all, thing that no another pro- another provision in the contract. Player will donate to club charity amount not to exceed 1%. He also gets a suite at Dodger Stadium for all regular and postseason games. And also, of course, uh his interpreter gets taken care of as well. But but this is the thing though. Man, the interpreter—that's a yeah. Get no, he got man, no worries. That's a you, you, you want to be that guy. Basically, is he's the although, although how long does he? How long does Otani? Right, what if he learns English? What if he learns English? He's like, hey, man, all right, it's been real. How long should he? Like, how long should? I, I mean, I, I, how, how do I word he's this? Been here five years. How, how long? How long should how, he have like, an how long is before to, he? Yeah, I think the that's the point I'm making. Like, when do we reach a point with some athletes? Like, you just you were surprised at how Soto, how well spoken Soto was, right? Like yep. English wise. Mm-hmm. And like my thing is, is like, is there a certain stat like limit to? Okay, Ben, you've been in this league for X amount ten of years. years. We know you know you. We know you know. By how to na- speak. Like by now, it's like Shaq when Shaq <laughs> was talking to, to Yao Ming when he was in his he was doing his uh, acceptance speech somewhere. Yeah, he's like, "Good shot." He's like, "Thanks, brother." Like, wait, you speak English? You never asked me. <laughs> like, man, come on, man. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, is there is there something is is there a, a do we reach a place, or do we just say, eh, whatever? Like, you don't want to learn it, don't learn it." Right. But I don't know. Like, you can't force anybody. But I mean, if you've been, if you're, if you're playing in a league in in the U.S. for more than what would you say, five years? Yeah, I would say ten. Because the first two, you, you just worried 10? about you just you just worried you just worried about you know surviving and, and, and playing. Then you can start worrying about the nuance of understanding your I mean, teammates. Shouldn't you know the way. language? Like, shouldn't you know like enough to speak? Listen, it? listen. I'm bit? not bi- Yeah, but I'm not bilingual enough to ever speak about how difficult it is for somebody to learn two when I only speak one. Well, you speak three. Well, you Ebonics. speak. Well, you speak. Yeah, you speak three. Urbanomics. Yes. And Bartisms. No, and and the language of love. Ah, uh, come on now. Not well, everybody okay, can so, speak that language now. So when they, if they speak, yeah, that's true. That is true. I, am, <laughs> I am the horse whisperer. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's not go there. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know why I went on that. But it's just that that's the interpreter thing is an interesting thing. But the, the Otani contract has so many. Like there's there's a lot in that thing that more and more comes out about it, and it really does blow your mind. But 
You talk about that he has the red carpet for the, for for ten years. He has everything he could possibly want. And if you're Yamamoto, you're looking at that going, yeah, I'll take some of that too. Yeah, but that's and I'll live. Me and him, we'll just hang out and dominate and but, live in L.A. I mean, what, why, bad, what else would you bad, rather it, go? If it goes bad, it's the worst place to be. But the thing is, though, is as well, though? the thing is, like, if you're guys like Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, yeah. Like you see this Otani uh, thing, you like hold it, man. I'm just as important, if not more important, to him. Do uh, you they start wanting to sure make adjustments? Do you want to yeah. start making adjustments to your contract? Like hold up, you gave him this. Y'all didn't even offer me that. Hell mm-hmm. no. What's mm-hmm. going on? Because you know, it's, 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 everybody wants to be respected equally. And if you think he the next coming, I've been performing in this league way better than this dude. You, we need to have a conversation. He's a pitcher though. There's levels to this. Yeah, well, but Freddie understand. Freeman's a first baseman. I All right, there's levels to this, dude. You know that. Freddie Freeman is him though. Okay, I'm sorry. He's, he's, he's you're going to gonna tell me. You're going to tell me that that Travis Kelsey saying, should say everything Mahomes gets. I should get it too. I should get half. Travis, Travis Kelsey knows exactly where he is in in the world compared to Patrick one, Mahomes in that organization. One one in baseball. I don't put pitchers over uh, MVP candidates. I don't put them that far over. Oh, I disagree. Pitching is way way more valuable. So than so 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 what what pitcher what pitcher are you putting over Judge as MVP year? What if he pitcher? plays like he plays, Judge. Uh, no, no. Like right. it is, Judge, it is. Judge's MVP year and, and Garrett Cole's Cy Young year, what's more important to me as a team? Garrett Cole. Okay, if you say so. You, if you don't have a pitcher, you certain, certain guys that are him, and I don't care what position it is. Oh, I Barry think Garrett Bonds, Cole's him. Barry Bonds, when he was doing his thing, I don't even know who his pitchers were. Yo, Garrett Cole's him. Garrett this Cole's year? him. Yeah, okay. Not this year. Garrett Cole's been him. Okay, but what I'm saying is you talk about Garrett Cole being him, like – those positions. Bar, what's more valuable, the pitcher who can give you six lights out innings, or a or a batter that gives you five at bats, or the batter that get that the, the batter that has one of the best on base percentages, got mm-hmm. it. His WAR is crazy. That's important. It is. Uh, it is. What, but if you don't have pitching, you are lost. Why do you think everybody's going at? Why do you think pitching is what it is? Where people teams are falling over each other. They get what, it. What they I'm need saying, it. What I'm saying is. You talk about what a guy like Soto can do offensively and defensively. Yes, right. Let's just say if he was, let's just say if he was like Judge at at at, at let's just say he was Judge in defense as well with uh-huh. what he brings to a bat. Is he not as important? If not, at it's not if not more because what he does every day. He, but he it's it's to me it's the lineup that matters because it doesn't matter if around him there's nothing. Like look at again Judge. He, he gets he got how many times did they just pitch around him because they could. That's why it's important to have, okay, now we need the lefty batter here. Now you put him behind Judge, and now that's a difficult one too. You need him. With Garrett Cole, it's just hand him the ball and just go do what you do. Now my, His my, usage rate is right. way up compared to what a guy who gets five at-bats is. All right. Well, that pitcher's real finicky because they get hurt. They, they, they like having oh, a Ferrari. Well, of course. They like well, that's a quarterback. A, they like having a Ferrari. They uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' Achilles popped, and the whole season went to hell. Same exact thing. It, 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 but it, it's so valuable when you have him. I who who who, right, who agrees with Bar? Who agrees with me? I think pitching is it's, the most valuable certain, commodity it's certain, it's, in baseball. It's certain players that transcend, and it might be the second most valuable commodity in sports. It's certain players that transcend positions. I did. I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing value to a team. I would argue, and I that's would argue. why Otani and Yamamoto as a one-two for the Dodgers. You you invest you invest a billion into that if you can, because that is critical to success. Mm-hmm. But one thing you can't guarantee is health, and those elbows are real finicky. 800 919 
We'll stack your calls and get them ready to go. We also have audio files coming up as well. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Not the way you want to start off a road trip. Knicks falling to the Jazz last night, shooting just 23% from three. Tom Thibodeau said part of the problem was hesitation. Yeah, you know, and that was sort of the story of the game. So you're going to have nights like that. And I thought we created a lot of good shots and so if you're open you got to shoot them if you hesitate and then then you put it down and now you you're taking one that's you know a lower percentage one when the first one was wide open and oftentimes that's what leads to your second shot as well so we can't hesitate and uh you know got to shoot the open ones and that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the choice in New York sports talk. It is the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, it's Barton Han. We have your calls at 800-919-3776. We get them stacked, racked, ready to go, and we'll get to those momentarily. But right now, you know what time it is. It's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call Audio Files. The Audio File. And today, the Audio File is presented by Nobody. We've got lots of sound for you, so let's get to it. Frosty the snowman. Frosty the snowman. It's ice cold out there in these streets right now. But it's emotional and hot in the NBA these days. 
as Giannis Adenacumbo went for a career high and franchise record 64 points in a win over the Indiana Pacers, a 140-126, and that was in regulation. Damn. Win last night in Milwaukee. But while even during the game there was some emotion, I mean, they, remember, the Pacers embarrassed the Bucs. Like, there was a, you know, that that was going on. That was supposed to be Giannis Trophy. He's supposed to be yep. the MVP of the tournament. So all that was going on. But after the game, Giannis wanted the basketball because it was a franchise record and a career-high 64 points. That meant that meant something to him. So there was a fracas after the game of him. He was getting into Tyrese Halliburton's face about it. At one time, he sprinted into the tunnel towards the Pacers' locker room as if I'm going to get this damn ball. He was angry. It turns out he did get the ball, but as Pacers coach Rick Carlisle explains, it was all just a misunderstanding. There's a misunderstanding about the game ball. It was Oscar Shibwe's first NBA official NBA point, so we always get the game ball. We were not thinking about Giannis's franchise record, so we grabbed the ball, and a couple of minutes later, several of their players ended up in our hallway, and there was a big, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, a fracas, a melee, a melee, whatever. I don't think any punches were landed, but my general manager got elbowed in the ribs by one of their players. So he certainly has a bruised rib, and who knows if it's anything more than that. But unfortunate situation. <laughs> we don't need the the official game ball. There's two game balls there. You know, we could have taken the other one, but it didn't need to escalate to that. And so really unfortunate. Third game we played these guys within two and a half, three weeks. Things are heated with the competition. And, you know, I, I understand all that. But for it to come into the hallway, was didn't need it didn't need to happen that way. So every it, it, rookie that scores gets the game ball. It's, it's Tashibwe, by the way. He, he, he actually did score before, but it was in the in-season tournament championship game, and it didn't count. Like <laughs> the, the, the championship game doesn't count as an official stat. Oh, so wow. because he scored, he scored in this game, they wanted him to have the ball, which sounds just so made up, so silly. By the way, Chad Buchanan, well, who's the care? GM of the Pacers, Chad, come on, man. Like, toughen up. He's going to press, oh, he he press charges. I got he got elbowed ribs. in the ribs. <laughs> go press charge. Are you really? Are you really going to be like, nah? I got elbow in their ribs. Oh I man! I think they're loose. Like, oh, stop! Come on, Chad. <laughs> Tough it up, Chad. Anyways, Giannis finally did get the ball, or did he? Because he doesn't really believe that he does have the ball. Listen to this. I knew they had the game ball. I don't I didn't think I have the hand game ball. I know they had the ball. First of all, you cannot. I, I don't know how it works, but um, I assume, like, I cannot just walk in, in any arena that I play and just take the ball. Like, Dame was fifth of all time. I scored 60. At the end of the day, like, the ball that uh, they gave us, I offered it to Dame. Like, I scored 60. He scored multiple times 60. He scored 70, and, the, you know, uh, he should have the ball. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's fair for you know anybody. Uh, and I understand, like I understand when you score your first uh, point in the in the NBA, like you want to have the ball or whatever the case might be. Um, but at the end of the day, like we're talking about the the guy that um, you know skipped uh, Carl Corver in the all-time list. And uh, in my opinion, I feel like we should all you know kind of stop what we're doing and appreciate greatness. Well, what he's saying is my 64. Yeah. And him passing Kyle Culver is more important than your first damn points, youngster. What are you going to do, and cut it in half? When did they have two balls? 
Well, they have a backup in case yeah. something happens to the game ball. So they gave There's always the another ball. one at the scorer's table. So they gave him the backup ball. Like I said, a video showed the actual game ball the was collected by a member of the Bucks staff. I think it was security staff, went over to the referee and took it. Carlisle then admitted that actually they had the backup ball. They thought they had the game ball. They weren't sure. I'm wondering, though, who's the one that instigated this whole thing by saying, hey, Giannis, they got your ball, man. They took it away, the na- man. The, the, the Nassis, because that's his only job. Like, like who started it by just saying that? Because there was a guy. I saw it. They tossed the ball to the ref. If you watch the video, ball tossed to the ref. Then a secu- somebody in Bucks like gear walks over and takes the ball from the ref, and then walks into the locker room area. So the ball was already off the court. So the Pacers must somebody from the Pacers must have grabbed like the the backup ball that's over by the yeah. scores table and then tossed it and then somebody's like yo yo give me that ball no no that ain't your ball yeah it is that's my ball and it just turned into that it's just so silly but in the end it, it's emotion it's drama and boy I'll tell you what Bucks Pacers suddenly has a little extra sizzle to it okay so let's get to some football here this is something from earlier in the week and I've been wanting to play this for you I'm not sure you've heard it yet. As we are now in a place where Brock Purdy is in the conversation for MVP because of the season that the Niners are having, and quarterbacks are always in that conversation. Cam Newton had something to say about the state of current NFL quarterbacks and what we perceive as great quarterbacks versus who are just simply game managers. Take a listen. Brock, they're not winning because of him. He's managing the game. And if we were to put that in its own right as game managers, Brock, Parody, Tua Tonga Valoa, Jared Goff, and really, Dak Prescott. These are game managers. They're not difference makers. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. That's, listen, I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to score every time. You just don't have to throw a pick every time either. If we're going to really call a spade a spade, a game manager is different than a game changer. How do you feel about that? Because I think Cam at his best was the game changer. Yeah, of course. And he has the ability with a horrible team to put the team on his back. Okay. Everybody can be hurt. Like Aaron Rodgers, when he went into Kansas City a couple years ago, they they was like without Devontae Adams. They were without uh, like uh, Aaron Jones. They had no lineman, and he won a, a game by himself, basically outsmarting Kansas City when Kansas City was still at the height of their superpowers. Right. It's a game changer. Like most guys are product of environments and systems. Some guys are are the system. Like that, like who I forgot who said that. Oh yeah, James Harden said that he is the system. Right? There's certain guys that they, they do that. And I think sometimes we give good players great player uh status, and that's not the truth. Like, what's the difference between LeBron and Paul George? Paul George might mess around and go to the Hall of Fame. He ain't LeBron James. He ain't mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. He's a really good player that's gonna pay a lot of yes. money. That's a problem. Kawhi Leonard is a Great player. I mean, I think he's a game-changing player. Giannis is a, uh, you know, so people can understand it more in basketball than they can in football because the positions is different, it's, it's, right? Yeah, but it's a much different story in football and basketball, right? Because in basketball, the star that wins a championship, you're you're legit. You're a game-changer, right? What Giannis did to win a championship, 50 yeah, points and all that stuff Wakanda, in the finals. Yeah. yeah, like that's big. That's a, a Kawhi winning a championship in Toronto. Are you kidding me? Like that's – that's legendary. But what he's saying, though, is like for Jared Goff, just don't turn the ball over and everything will be fine. You have playmakers around you. you got Brock Purdy, you have managers. playmakers. They're the ones changing the game. You just have to get them the ball. You're managing it. Yes. You're like the Tom, point guard. 
Yeah, like Chauncey Billups and that whole Pistons team. So, all right, here's the question. Who's your MVP then if you have to get an MVP off the Niners? Is it Purdy or is it Christian McCaffrey? Um, To me, it's Tyreek Hill is the MVP of this. Well, no, no, I didn't ask you that. I asked you off the 49ers. McCaffrey. If one McCaffrey's off the 49ers is going to be McCaffrey's MVP, go- which one would it be? I'll tell you how, how you know. How do you know? M- McC- McCaffrey's going to win team MVP, right? Okay. Right? We we get so team MVP are telling you who the players and everybody think is the most valuable right there, right? Okay, so you so th- we agree, and that's what Cam is I think trying to explain. Yeah. All right. Last but not least on audio files, more football. So I think you were saying this earlier this week about the Steelers, and when Mike Tomlin was concerned that maybe the message isn't getting through, and you said that that can happen. He's still, it's amazing, still a winning record. They're still 7-6, and six, still very much in the playoff hunt and all that stuff, even though it's not a very good team and a terrible offense and all that. But he has still been the standard for the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger, however, is concerned that that Steelers standard is gone. Take a listen. Maybe the, the, the tradition of the Pittsburgh Steelers is done. Maybe it needs to be formed a new kind of way. I don't know. Like, Who's grabbing someone by the face mask and being like, uh-uh, that's not, no, that's not, not what, what we doing. do. That's not yeah. what we do. Um, is that happening? You have guys on defense doing it, but you need guys on both sides of the ball doing it. You need someone to stand up in that room on offense mm-hmm. and be like, hey, this, this isn't what it means to wear the black and gold. Do you that's see not, that? That's not a, a lack of standard. He says they're doing it on the defensive side of the ball. You saw Mika Fitzpatrick almost get throw paws with Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think he has revisionist history because who was grabbing him by the face when he was showing Little Ben to other people? Who was who was controlling Antonio Brown when he went off? Who was controlling Le'Veon Bell when he went off? So don't act like you didn't have problems in San Antonio Holmes and people like that that was there before. Like, it's always going to be people that buck the system. And the fact that he's never had a losing season and the fact that he has this team that we was figuring out, he was Tomlinson, he became a verb. He's tumbling in his way to victories. Yeah. Like, that's about leadership. So what are you talking about? You wouldn't be in this position. It's not like you have the most talented team. Ben Roethlisberger, when you played there, you inherited a team that was ready to go, full of stars. You went from Santonio Holmes, Plexico Burris, Heinz Ward, to Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Sanders. Like, come on, man. You had you went to Le'Veon. You went from the bus to Le'Veon Bell. Like, from from um, uh, Fast Willie Parker. Like, stop it, man. You had great – you still had Starks, Willie Cologne. Um, you had Alan Fanica. So, c- can you give them a little grace? They haven't They haven't had a losing season. You're not giving them any grace to give them time to figure it out and to get a solid locker room. They're rebuilding because they held on to your ass a little bit too long, Ben. That's why they're in this position. So I, you can't kill away a, a winning when a guy is still actively winning games that we don't think he should be winning. And he's right now, as we're talking about this, he's in the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky. I think I think it's what he sees as I mean, Ryan Clark a, says a diminishing standard, right? I think that's what he sees. It, what I'm saying, what I would say, is harder to hold a standard up when you don't have the players. That's right. You it's need hard to, to keep, have a well, bunch that, of leaders. Isn't that how that players. works? When you have so much turnover, there's no connection to. The past, the past when there was that 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 leader right the uh, no the, the standard who's going to carry the torch into the next generation with that standard that only exists through Mike Tomlin now there's no players that 
was part of whatever that previous winning was. When you that's know, gone and you have nobody to t- – like like when Derek Jeter left, like who was going to take that torch? Right, CC was a bridge. Yes. Like but now when he left, we don't know who the leaders of, of them is. Garrett Cole is trying to become that. But it, but so, it took so is, time. And so is Aaron Judge. It, but it took it, it, took but it that takes time. time. That's right. right. Just like you look at – you don't think Joey Porter Jr. understands what it's about to be a, a Pittsburgh Steeler with his dad is Joey yeah. Porter Sr.? Come on, bro. Like yeah. it, it'll work itself out. But let's not just you know get on your podcast and start killing the franchise. You're supposed to get them more grace than we do. It's for us to hate on them. Well, he's being you honest. You should be self-hating. It's on his football and podcast, by the way. All right, that is audio files. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. The number. We got a lot of calls to get to. We will do that. We have Rex Ryan also at the top of the hour, two o'clock. So stay with us for the power hours. It is Barton Hahn, ninety-eight-seven ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Barton Han, Rex Ryan going to join us 2 o'clock hour. That's the power hour, his favorite hour. 800-919-3776 is the number. Let's take Gabriel in Brooklyn. Go ahead, Gabe. Hey, um, what's up, man? How you doing today? All right. I heard you and Bart was going at it over this baseball thing. Listen, um, I love both of your guys, right? But when you're wrong, when, when, one of you, when one of you is wrong, I'm going to let you know. Tell Bart you got to take that L, man. He just got to take it and stop fighting it. Just go ahead and say that you got him on that one earlier. I did get the because win. Because we know win. baseball. We know baseball is based on pitching. You know what I mean? Like, Especially you think about baseball. all the time. Yeah, when Barry Bonds was doing all that damages, he wasn't winning. He wasn't winning the World Series, going to the championship. As soon as he left. They built the team a different way, and they started winning because of pitching. Nah, listen, I, I get, I get that, <clears throat> but what I'm saying is, when you're an all-time great player, when you're that great, like sometimes, you know, it transcends the position, and sometimes your best player can be a different position. And what I'm saying is, uh-huh. I don't have to get paid with the pitcher get paid, but you're gonna show me a different, same level of respect. That's all I'm saying. 
I understand that pitchers are pitchers. But you act like Freddie Freeman doesn't get respected by the Dodgers. No, what I'm saying is when I look at all these contingencies, his contract, I'm going to have to go look at some of the luxury stuff I got in my contract as well. We're going to look sure. at some of these perks and I'm make sure, sure that I'm perked up just like he perked up. <laughs> I'm sure that's done. Kevin in Queens. Kevin. What's going on, fellas? Thanks for taking the call. Hey, so not to beat the, uh, that horse, but like, hey, yeah, Bart, um, yeah, you're wrong on this one. Listen, so um, look at it like this. So, yeah, judge is valuable, right, MVP guy and all that. What's a player's best ability? Availability. And and how available has Judge been throughout his career? So we 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 go on there. Like I mean, let's look over games missed. Did, they, Bart, did, did Cole have Tommy John surgery yet? But but Bart, but Bart is 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 true though. I know the last two years Judge has been um he's he's kind of like disproved that right. He's like oh look I could play first year of a big contract. Look what happened. You know what I mean? And he's not getting younger. So I think that just adds to like. Yeah, I think it's a case-by-case scenario when you're looking at position players versus pitchers. Um, Yankees, what's their motto? World Series a bust, right? But, Kevin, um, what this is – I just said it. I hear you. But what, what, what we were arguing about is more of the value of – because Bart was arguing the contracts and all that. I'd want this and I want that. I'd say, look, pitchers, you're going to give them everything that you can give them to make them sign with you. You can do whatever it takes because of how important it is. It's, I believe next to quarterback – and some people might argue it is the most important, but I think next to quarterback, it is the most important position in professional sports. I mean, you, if you don't have a pitcher, if you don't have a quarterback, if you don't have a goaltender, you suck. But you need two of them. That's reality. But you need two of them, though. But yeah, that's right. It makes it even harder because you need so many of them. Omar in Brooklyn. Omar. Omar. Hello, you. Good afternoon. What What's up? happening? What's up, guys? So I wanted to say that the Knicks, they are not playing good right now. The Mitchell Robinson injury really hurt them on defense versus the Jazz defense. That all they really have is Colin Sexton. And, but the Knicks, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And I don't think Blunt is 100% from the injury. They are dust. I'm telling you, they are dust. Wow, okay, Omar, Omar. Omar, do you think? I was about to say, Omar, do you think what what move do you think they need to make? I think I wonder I don't if they know lose if Omar knows if they, because saying, Omar was all over the map on that one. I yeah, mean, I'm they, saying they, they, Colin Sexton. I mean, did you watch the game? That game was that game was a zone defense that the Knicks couldn't solve because they couldn't make a three. Yeah, that's the game. That's the game. And then their spirit went down. And then defensively, they got caught up in one on ones, <laughs> and guys were just just you. They could not guard that rub screen at the top. Hey, couldn't hey. do it. Allen. That's that's the game. The whole game was they Allen. couldn't rebound because they were not big enough, and that zone killed them. Allen, desperate times the call end. for desperate measures, correct? No. That is oh, not correct. You do not overreact okay, to well, one loss. Okay, no, no, no. I'm talking about within a game, like trying to win, right? Like, oh, okay. Why, 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 why couldn't we get Fournier in there? He, because you don't over – I just said – You're already not playing over, defense. You're already you not playing defense. Right, okay, so make it worse by playing even worse defense. You By don't scoring. overreact and bring in a guy who hasn't played in forever and go, hey, hit some threes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But did you, you just t- – hold on. It was you just yesterday when you were talking about Zion and how he warms up. You said nobody. Yeah. And I repeat, he, nobody. He works hard. Warms up like yep. Evan Fournier. Right. And just Always like you know, ready. Stay athlete, ready. Ain't got to get ready. You're, you're just As a professional athlete for 11 years, you know that pregame warm-up is just like playing in a game, right? 
Get it's ready. just like playing a game. Hey, it's it's warming them warming them joints up, baby. Don't you know what I'm saying? When when Fournier when Fournier desperation when, when, move kind of stuff. Don't when Fournier's in his bag, when Fournier's in his bag, what bag he don't that? even see the defenders when he's shooting oh. them threes. When he on fire, oh, is John Cena now all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll keep the calls rolling. But coming up, we got Rex Ryan. We got lots to talk with him about. What does he think of all this Tommy Cutlet stuff? What would he do with Tommy DeVito? And uh, we're gonna let him also, you know. Bump his chest a little bit about Zach Wilson. Because he told you. He told you. Lots to get to. The power hour coming up next. But first, I do want to tell you that as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Allen and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 or older and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope and y or text hope 467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Zach Wilson coming off a performance that led him to be the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. So how does he keep it going this week? Dan Orlowski said with Zach, less is more. The more I watch Zach Wilson, the more I sit here and go, really? Still a very talented thrower. He's an information kid, though. He needs information to play faster, but he needs as little as possible. It's You cannot give him too much information. He is still a thrower or reactor and not a thinker. He needs some form of information of this is what we're going to do with the football if. But I think the less that they can bog him down with thinking, the better. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show. And it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.